0: Is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 965 FM in
1: Bellingham and KGMI.com. What well, is about you and your ideas, your opinions, your thoughts here on KGMI Connects? We want to hear from you. 360 676 5464 is our phone number, and as always, anything goes. Whatever might be uh, on your mind, what you think is important, let us know. We'll get it out there. Well, let's get going. We got a bunch of folks on the line already, and uh, we start with Doug at a Royal Park. Hi, Doug.
2: Hey, Joe. How you doing?
1: Very good. Very good. You're out. Are you out for a hike?
2: Yes, I'm out in the woods. Uh... Doing a little bit of uh, walking meditation.
1: Nice, nice. I,
2: I I love the green moss out here. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh
1: huh. Absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. A pretty and a pretty nice it, day today again.
2: It is. It is. I, I I'm out here. Well, the sun's kind of gone down, but there's still plenty of light. So. Uh-huh. Well, it's, it's very nice.
1: Well, appreciate you taking time from your uh, your escaping the the real world to uh, to give us a call. What's on your mind?
2: Well, uh, I wanted to talk about money. There, there's so many. There's so much arguments that happen over money and violence that happen over money. And the way I look at it, money is a giant religious cult because it really doesn't exist. If you look at money, it's, it's nothing more than a piece of paper. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Or or electrons in a computer memory bank, or, or if it's uh, gold or something like that, it's it's all made up. It doesn't actually exist. It, it's literally like a religious cult, uh-huh. because you literally have to say, well, I, I have faith in this thing called money. And so if we—like, one time I took a small amount of, of paper money, and I burned it to ash— Because I needed to recognize how destructive it is. If you look at all the violence that's done in the name of money, I mean, all around the world and economically and so on and so forth, well, it's okay. We're making a lot of money doing this. We can get away with it. And it'll be okay because we'll have this money. Mm -hmm. But it really doesn't exist. And and what I found is if I'm focused on money – if that's, if that's my focus, I'm not only going to hurt other people, I'm going to hurt myself. That, that this this chasing after this phony thing, this fake God, is nothing other than an opportunity to hurt others and hurt self. And if we really want to move towards a better world, we need to recognize that money is, is phony. It's a fake. It, it doesn't actually exist.
1: Well, you're right. It doesn't exist in 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 a in a concrete sense, it is it's a concept. It's um, uh, and and we you know we, we create we print money we give we give monetary value to things like uh, you know gold or diamonds. None of that stuff really has any intrinsic value as far as the universe is concerned. We as human beings give it value. Um, and that's what we do with money it's a way to and I, and i mean it is obviously it can't be argued that uh, money has led to really evil things in his you know all, all the history of human beings but at the same time it is a way for us to regulate our interactions and i mean what's really you know what do we we always say what what's r- really matters what really what should we really value in life we say our family, our friends, and those important connections we have and that's true but you know when I'm gonna go you know if I'm gonna buy a washing machine, I can't give them my friend or here's 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 an hour with my friend. you know you know what I mean I mean we have to have something that's that's impersonal and that we can exchange for these different things because people do offer things of value to, to others, whether it's their labor or or, or our items, you know you know what I mean? It's a way for us to regulate our interactions and to, to give value to those interactions that's that's separate from, I guess, what I said, like really what really matters, you know? Yeah, and, and
2: one of the things that I do is, um, I do what's called a money fast. That is, I leave the house without any money or money equivalents in my pocket, uh-huh. and I start experiencing life without money in my pocket. And... What I find is I can do lots of things without money, and, and then I recognize, um, first of all, that what we're really doing is we're exchanging labor and resources. Mm-hmm. And with a piece of paper, all we're really doing with that piece of paper or, or a credit card or debit card or whatever is saying, will you please help me? It's a request for help. Mm-hmm. It's not the money doesn't actually do anything. It's it's no different from saying, "Will you please help me uh, to get this washer or or whatever?" It's mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a request for help. We're exchanging these little pieces of paper or electrons that flow through a computer memory bank because somehow that gives it solidity. But really, all it is is a request for help.
1: Yeah, that's true. Um, but then you you know i i pay for the the washing machine, and then what I've paid for the washing machine helps to you know someone else turns around and uses that to ask someone else for help in a different you know different area in in their life or their business or you know so i i mean i guess my point is that it it it's good and bad and um you know i i remember when I was just out of college and I was Frustrated, I wasn't making any money, and I was I was talking to my mom, and I said, "Well, the you know, it's so frustrating. You know, why do we have to have this you know chase after money just to survive?" And she said, "Well, you can you can you don't have to. You could go live as a hermit up in the mountains." And I said, "I guess I don't want to do that, but but uh, you're out there doing uh, something that you don't really need money for right now, Doug. And I'm a little bit jealous of you. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks for your thoughts." You're very welcome. All right, take care and and be safe you. out there. All right, thank you. Thanks, Doug. Bye bye. All right, let's go to Jim over on San Juan Island. Hi, Jim.
3: Hi, Joe. Happy Happy Friday to you. Yeah, Happy Friday. Yeah, I was. Uh, I think I was a little intense when I called in a couple of days ago. So I just listened yesterday. huh And and I heard. Uh, oh, hey, as far as money, boy, you could do a whole hour on that subject. Well,
1: uh, that's could... for sure, or more.
3: I mean, yeah. I think you know. I I I'd, I'd have to say my view is uh, money is a vehicle. It's a tool. I mean, you can buy a sports car with it, or you you could get chicks with it, or uh, mm. or you could send some to some uh, very troubled countries who are struggling. And I think it's, you know, that's what I think. And he broke the law by burning a dollar bill.
1: <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess you're not supposed to
3: deface. I guess. Currency. Yeah, right. I'm not going to do it in front of a cop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so uh so yeah, the gentleman from uh from Canada who called in yesterday, you know, I I don't fault him for uh not knowing how our form of government works. Uh as far as he said that you know, it's uh, and he was very deft at uh how he uh, brought about uh his facts, you know, as far as uh conservative uh Republican presidents have overseen uh, a higher uh, inflation of, of the debt. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I don't know if his facts are correct because it's hard to believe that, that, uh, Roosevelt <laughs> didn't, didn't at least put a drop in that bucket more than most. But, but I know that, uh, you know, Congress has the power of the purse. So, you know, he needs to know that, you know, we all, we all do, you know, nothing can get spent debt can't raise. And well, now it's different. You know, we're using a lot of executive orders nowadays and in the executive branch that can add to the debt. So that, but that's debt, but that's a, that's a different story. But Uh uh, it's Obama who added more to the debt during his uh, eight years than all the other presidents before him combined. So yes, he's just one person, but boy, what a whack he took out of it. And I I think we're on a, I look at it as a, you know, I, I almost could feel sorry for any president, uh, they're like uh an engineer on a runaway train and, and the uh the other people in the in on the train aren't really helping out a whole lot and what do you do with this runaway train do you just how do you try to slow it down yeah. and there's different there's different methods to do that and people the republicans and the democrats disagree on the methods but you know he was he was mistaken a little bit there but it was cool to hear from him
1: uh-huh okay well I, and and a good point i think um Whoever is at the helm is the one, and will that, that will struggle with that, and and will be the one who gets the blame. We hear about the uh, you know, the you know the Obama deficits, or um, right. or the the Reagan deficits, or that sort right. of thing. And yeah, so they, yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. Congress doesn't get blamed. You know, the 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 hundred and something Congress debt. You know, we don't hear that. We just it's no, whatever's in no. the White House. Yeah.
3: And I don't think I hate to be, you know, depressed about this. Or uh, I don't think the train's uh, stopping at a station anytime soon. I think we're going to blow right through the station and and uh, go off go off the tracks at some point. So people hang on to your butts.
1: All right, <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jim. Good to hear Thank from you. Girl. Take care. Thanks. And uh, let's see. Let's before we take a break, we'll go to Lou in Linden. Hi, Lou.
4: Hi. Yeah, I, I was listening to Doug a, a few minutes ago, and. Uh, Doug suggested that we uh, eliminate money or not use money anymore. And I, I wanted Doug to find out that the Russians tried that in 1918 after the communist revolution in Russia. They eliminated money and they tr- because they thought it had a pernicious evil influence on people. And after a, a, a couple of – a year or so of total confusion and the economic – chaos that caused. They brought money back again. They realized they had to have rubles to make any sense of transactions in society. And uh, uh, Doug should just be aware. Study history, Doug. You'll learn that this has been tried before. It's not a new idea. And that money is, at its core, a simple expression of our life energy. Hmm. For example, I spent two hours working Baking bread, that's two hours of my life that's gone. I'll never get it back again. But in exchange for that, I'm paid money as wages with which I can go then pay a plumber to fix my plumbing or put toward buying a car. And the person that comes to my bakery and buys my bread is gladly parting with his money for a fresh loaf of bread, which enhances his life. He'd much rather have the bread than the $3 or whatever it is that the loaf of bread costs. Or try to
1: to bake his own, which he may fail at. Yeah,
4: exactly. Uh He's got other things to do. Maybe he's the plumber. Uh And uh, so it's a very convenient way of tabulating the life energy that we bring to the table and exchanging that with the life energy that other people expend to uh, produce Plumbing, or car, make a car, or make a uh, a lawnmower, whatever they're doing. It's just a very convenient way. When people voluntarily, not by force, not have a government coerce them to buy something, when they voluntarily do it, uh, society functions much more smoothly.
1: All right. Okay, Lou. Appreciate your thoughts. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a moment. We'll hear from John. We'll hear from Rich and you here on KGMI Connect. Whatever's on your mind, 360-676-5464.
5: I'm a homeowner. I have systems in my house that I want taken care of. How would I want to be treated? I would want predictable, yearly, strict maintenance. I'd want to know exactly what goes on with my systems, and I'd want to know that if something goes wrong, somebody has my back. That's all I care about the map is the solution to that. The map is a complete synopsis of your system. We also have priority service for our customers. Every time that we go out there, you're gonna get a detailed report emailed to you, emailed to us, stored in a database, and we can know and predict what needs to happen with your system on a year-to-year basis. We can avoid major breakdowns. That's the point, that's the purpose.
0: When everything is stacking up against you, the map Mars Advantage Plan is filled with solutions. Nobody knows when they're going to lose heat, but everyone needs help when it happens. You can count on Mars Heating and Air Conditioning. We'll be there for you. Neater House of Luxury is Whatcom County's newest luxury jewelry store. It's your go-to place for an amazing selection of precious metals, like gold and silver American Eagles, 100-ounce silver bars, and a vast selection of platinum bars and coins. You'll be dazzled at their extensive collection of jewelry and Rolex watches, plus GIA-certified diamonds and lab-grown diamonds serving a luxury experience that's both ethical and sustainable. When you visit Needer House of Luxury, you'll receive valuable, personalized service from the expert staff who are focused on fulfilling your every need. It's the crown jewel in a long career of luxury from John Needer himself. Hi, I'm John Needer. I've been buying and selling precious metals for nearly 30 years. If you're interested in expanding your private investment, I'm available to advise you with your purchase. You'll be amazed at our selection. Neater House of Luxury. Luxury for all. 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107. Or shop online at neederhouseofluxury.com. Neater House of Luxury. Follow the bright light. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Thoughts
1: about... Um... Eliminating money brings back to some of the mind some of the arguments up against Obamacare. Remember, was it that uh, said, you know, back in the day, you'd go to your doctor and you'd bring a chicken to your doctor to pay for your your checkup or whatever the doctor, whatever treatment the doctor offered you. If, if that was the case, the doctor is probably overwhelmed with chickens, but um Let's go right back to the phones. Whatever's on your mind, we want to hear from you here on KGMI Connects. And John Inferndale joins us. Hi, John.
6: Hey, Joe. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Um, the first caller who was talking about money and he burned a pile of money, it sounded like he was saying, you know, this is where a person can turn to the Bible. The Bible's no good on predicting the future. It's all fantasy with, like, the book of Revelation and whatever. In the deep past, the Bible doesn't know anything about archaeology or, or geology. You know, Noah's Ark is a fantasy. But when it comes to money, what does the Bible say? The love of money is the root of all evil. It's about, you know, the personal choices like, am I being greedy? Am I giving back? Um, but they were dealing in shekels and denarii, you know, and 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 different forms of currency, but money is money. Yeah. And if you don't plan for your future, and I'm really worried about this this guy. I think he's the one who calls up and, and 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 he has said before his his feelings about like crying on a daily basis. And I I was like, I think the guy's locked in a grief cycle. But my friend, if you don't plan for your financial future, you will not be here. You will be homeless. You will catch pneumonia, and you will die. Oh, okay. This is serious stuff. Money, money, money is serious. And you, you, you can't be flagrant about it. You can't just like, yes, it's a concept, but those, those, uh, those digital electrons that he's talking about, right. That's to verify that the money is there. The the paper money. Oh, it's just a piece of paper. Well, so is a contract, right? You, you burn the contract. Doesn't mean it goes away. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was, it's just, way people think about about money and uh you know yeah i mean i'm very frugal do you know joe i'm probably the only person on the planet who's never bought a starbucks coffee
1: really Hmm.
6: never i'm not gonna waste my i brew coffee at home i got grind my own beans i'm not gonna go pay some overpriced you know uh uh for a coffee full of fat and sugar that's just going to give me diabetes anyway.
1: Well, right? if you drink it I mean, on the, people... all the time, but, I mean, every <laughs> once in a while, it's like a nice little respite, you know, a little little change, a little treat. There's I grind my that. own
6: beans, man. My stuff is way. <laughs> but, but anyway, okay. that's not, you know... And, and speaking of the Bible, do you know what the Eighth Commandment is, Joe? Hmm. Yep.
1: I, I don't have them in front of me, but...
6: Well, it's, you know... You'll know it when I say it, it doesn't matter what the, what the number is, right. because you live your, your life by this. Thou shalt not bear false witness. And when I listen to Dennis Prager, and he's, ta- he's still on about all the lockdowns and all the this and, you know, all the stuff that happened under Trump. Right. And, you know, like and Rich is going to come up next behind me. But he is—he is going. You know his his idea about what caused the recession. You know what? Why did we get into this this fight? Gee, it couldn't have had anything to, to do with the supply chain shutdown because of COVID, which is real and it's devastating China right now. And the only reason that we're doing so well is because, you know, a majority of us has been have been vaccinated and the rest of the people who haven't live off the herd immunity that we provide you. So you're welcome. But like Dennis Prager, just like he is during the pandemic when it was actually happening, like he wants to get on on Gavin Newsom because I guess he thinks he's going to run for, for, for for president but he on, on this at the beginning of the pandemic they had a thing where they were all tested it was at a, sh- a restaurant that was shut down and but they they had this like business meeting dinner thing right and then they got caught just like boris johnson did at oh, the, you uh-huh. know all yeah. through the pandemic, just like trump did where he had super spreader events so it's like dennis take the log out of your own eye i mean but uh <laughs> it's right. um i'm but i'm Joe, I'm going to leave you with this. I I, I, I was listening to, to to Prager talk about, oh, the left, they're so mean to poor Ron DeSantis. This is what they're going to do to this man. It's like, oh, no, it's not what we're going to do, Mr. Prager. It's what Mr. Trump is going to do to him and what he's going to have to try to do to fight back. And it's going to get ugly when trump goes after desantis and it's okay. coming because i watch trump's uh, uh true social videos right
1: okay oh, yeah, and
6: he is talking <laughs> about his plans his plans i'm gonna have to do what i what i normally do he he was saying to the you know like uh in, in this one interview yeah and and this is because the republicans are the ones who drive up the debt? George, you know what? What that guy said to you yesterday, Joe, you were absolutely right. It was Roosevelt. He had the highest debt because he was paying off from the Great Depression. It's it's how you measure it if you adjust for inflation. And he had World War Two. You were absolutely right yesterday, and and uh, you know and the number two is George W. Bush because he not only started uh, two wars that he did not increase taxes over. No country's ever done that before. Start. A war, let alone two, and oh. not have any way to pay for it. Then there's Medicare Part D, where they're like some of my my clients, Joe.
1: John, I have to admit, my head's five thousand
6: sp- dollars a month. <laughs> All right, five thousand dollars a month. When in Canada, they pay two hundred.
1: Okay, okay, John. We we kind of we've my head's spinning a little bit. We we covered a lot of ground there in that phone call, but I appreciate it. Well pick up somewhere in there on Monday. Let's go to real quick before we take a break. Rich in Ferndale's been hanging on. Hi, Rich. How's
5: it going, Joe?
1: Doing well.
5: Yeah, John does tend to have like eight subjects and you start losing track and your head is spinning. And (laughs) I agree with him on the money thing, but he does tend to cherry pick the Bible. Either you believe it's God's word or you don't. And I know he doesn't believe that. So you can't take part of it you like and part of it you don't like. Either it's the Holy Word of God, or it's not. So everyone's free to believe yeah. in it or not, and that's fine. Right. But oh yeah, it's wrong about five things, but it's right about this thing. Or you know, you like Craig, or you, but anyway. So without money, there would be zero civilization on this earth. It, we would it would be all third world. It would be warlords. You'd be bow and arrowing, uh, food for dinner. You'd be fighting off the neighbor. Money is the most important physical thing. To civilization. It is the thing that motivates people to work productively and cooperatively and trade amongst each other for things that they need. So your first caller, I mean, I understand what he's saying and he oh, means I well. I don't but
1: know if you could really say that because, I mean, you know, yes, you I can. mean, we wouldn't as a species be around if, if, if the very earliest of us didn't decide, okay, I've, I've got to get something to eat today and I've got to have water to drink. I've, yeah, so arrows at and and you know,
5: hunting. Right, and, right. And, 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 and I suspect
1: limit. I suspect money wasn't the first thing they created, but they they yes. started to figure out, okay, we've got this guy's really good at hunting. I've I've figured out a way to grow plants that taste pretty good and, get and this person knows how to cook and this person knows how to build a shelter, so can we? How do we work Joe, together? Yeah, and I, I, without, I mean, I,
5: without okay, we would have no, we'd have no cars, we'd have no oil, we'd not have nice homes, we'd have no computers, we'd have no electricity without money. Yeah. That is a fact.
1: Well, I think we yeah, I don't think that can be, be, age be third denied. World. So yeah. Yeah.
5: we have a good life in this world. We feed eight billion people, and we're able to be philanthropic and take care of needy people in third world countries because of money. Well, now yeah. there, the mm-hmm. side effect is there's greedy buttheads out there that ruin things, but by and large, money is a blessing from heaven that allows us Mm. to work together in an organized, civilized fashion to care for each other and work we all it gets us to work we need to produce to make things that other people need right money is that tool that avenue
1: i don't know if i call it a blessing from work. heaven but i think hey, Joe, but, Joe, but and i but throw i think you but you're, throw it away at, you don't need money and i'm not you saying that i'm not saying that i don't know that it's uh, that it's i i would think more that it's something that human beings have created to to be able to interact with each Joe? other
5: can you replace money and have a life like you have now without any kind of money? I'm not or saying monetary? that we How should replace
1: money. You're you're, you're putting so words you in my like mouth. do you like
5: your life? Do You like your life or not? Yes, you do, just as I do. Yeah. It takes money to have this life, Jill. Without I, I, money, we cannot have Rich, this life. Rich,
1: I didn't say we didn't need money. I never said you, that. You
5: just said it's not a blessing from heaven. So if you don't, well, but I, I, well, I, good well life if it were we a have.
1: blessing from heaven, Jesus wouldn't have thrown the money changers out of the temple.
5: He did say, give Caesar unto Caesar what's due him, correct?
1: Right. There but he go. didn't say, hey, you know, my father created this stuff. He better be careful with it. That money's got nothing yeah, to do did. with heaven. Joe, <laughs> I mean, it, our, it has, it has I don't know. everything
5: to do with earth. With, without money it's,
1: on this earth, Right, but it's a human creation. It's not some divine creation.
5: Well, it, then, okay, Joe. Then we don't need it, then, do we? We don't need money. Yet. I
1: didn't say that, Rich. But I think well, but what you insinuating- you are echoing John in that uh, that the where it gets, where things go sour is when someone People is the trade. love of money, as as John said. Well, we said. have
5: laws to protect against that: antitrust laws, monopoly laws. We don't yeah. use them anymore because it helps to the corruption feeds government power. So we, that's why they get away with it. But but still. It's better, a good, it's more good than it is bad. Without it, you'd have none of the modern conveniences and none of the technology. You wouldn't be sitting in a warm house that you flick a switch on without money. It's yeah. just, that's just a fact. I mean, it's, it's a, we have to have it.
1: All right. Well, I, I'm not arguing to. with you there. All right, Rich. Yeah. Take care. We'll take a quick break and we get Rod on the line. We want to hear from you too. 360-676-5464
7: here on My Connects. It's a new year and a new you. Turbocharge your fresh start with a share of $200,000 in cash and prizes. Join the fun and win your share every Friday in January with hourly drawings starting at 6 p.m. Use your brief rewards card all month long to earn entries while you play. Visit daily for a free bonus entry. Your membership also unlocks fuel discounts of up to 25 cents off every gallon of gas at Lummy Bay Market. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I 5 exit 260.
4: We've got that. At Silver Reef Casino Resort, we've got that. Escape the hustle and bustle of the city and get ready for a fun and relaxation filled getaway. Luxury hotel rooms. Yep, championship golf. Mm hmm. Top rated casino with all the best slots and table games. Yes, and yes. World class dining at the region's best and wine spectator award winning steakhouse. Yes, please. The total package is only missing one thing. You. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5, exit 260. We've got that. Are you looking for health insurance? Is 2023
5: the year you finally retire? Maybe you were unable to make a change to your plan during the annual enrollment period. Hi, this is Marcia Neal at Vibrant USA. Special enrollment periods may allow you to still make a change to your insurance plan for 2023. Whether you have questions about Medicare or individual health plans, the friendly agents at Vibrant USA can help. Give us a call 866-733-5111 and put us to work for you.
8: When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com
0: taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464.
1: Thanks for joining us here on this Friday afternoon. We want to hear from you, and we want to hear from Rod in Bellingham. Hey, Rod. Hey, hey
2: how's it going? You're doing Man,
9: well. That was, that was uh, John was very entertaining, and Rich was very entertaining. <laughs> I'm cracking up with these guys here. So, I'm going to touch a few topics, and then I'll just then I'll talk about what I would, a question I have for you there. Cause okay. You know, I like to have, I like to question you. All right. So, anyways, with uh, with Rich, I was thinking to myself, it's a good thing your advertisers don't pay with chickens. Yeah. Because, I mean, even though if they did, it might reduce the price of eggs here in Bellingham, but um, since you guys would have all these chickens, but then again, it might be something like a uh crypto chicken currency if something happened to the chickens. So. We got to have something that's a little more safer than that. Yeah, bird flu. Not, I right? mean,
1: what if we had bird <laughs> exactly. flu, and all of a sudden you're you're bankrupt?
9: Exactly. <laughs> and in, and in, and the money thing, you know, um, in, in the Bible, you know, it says you cannot serve two masters. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you think I think that's really where we need to think about and put money in its place, so to speak. You know, money is something again like. Uh, its value is um, basically realized when it's exchanged for something. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I, I was touching a lot of different things yesterday, you know, regarding that. But, you know, that aside, um, you know, I'm sitting here thinking we're – this is going to be – I'm going to switch over to the border here. This is what I wanted to ask you. Um, okay. Between the pre- the president and the vice president – um, Kamala and Joe, why is it – I mean, aside from the politics, if there is such a thing, why is it that they do not address the border situation in a way that acknowledges what we all see um, in, on TV, on radio, everywhere – why is it that they do not acknowledge that? And also, I'm glad to hear that you know the fentanyl situation is is being approached to some degree. And I think I told you about that. I, I relayed my feelings on that a while back too. Whereas if I was president, <laughs> I would send the hounds of hell, um, and with 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 the knowledge of knowing that if these guys did get caught or whatever, we can't you know, specifically say, hey, you were working on behalf of the United States. Okay. Um, but there are people out there, the atrocities that are being committed by the cartel. And, you know, you can complain all you want about the United States and other countries, too. But the things that are happening to the children, the drugs that are coming into this country, and the sheer amount of people that will need some form of um, um, dependence upon the United States, why is it that that, in my opinion, is not being addressed and acknowledged with any kind of um, clarity and transparency to the people of the United States? Because we all have seen the images on one, one form of media or another and i was just wondering what do you i mean what do you think about this because i know you're in the, you're in the media business it's like i know joe you have seen this i know you know about the situation what's going on with the children i know you know about the fentanyl situation how do you feel about that
1: okay well the border is is a very complicated thing and the assumption that you're making and i think many people make is that it was, you know, during the Trump years, it was just completely solved. It was fixed and there was nothing going on. There was a lot of agony at the border. There were drugs coming across. There were people coming across. There was, there was bad stuff. Now there are, were, there are more people at the border. And you could say that there are any number of reasons for that being the case. Uh, but just because, you know, this didn't start, what, two years ago when Joe Biden was inaugurated. The, the issues at the border, this was going on during the Bush years, during the Clinton years. I lived in Phoenix back in the 90s for a few years, and there were people that were illegal, illegal immigrants that were sleeping in uh, parks and that sort of thing. It was an issue back then. This is not something that's brand new, but no, because I'm, all of a sudden be... – now, wait a minute, because yeah, yeah, all yeah, of yeah, a sudden yeah, it's cause... this issue that's – this uh, it's this uh, political uh, bludgeon that's being used against biden because it's a it's handy it he did it's not a priority the way it was for trump and for for trump's administration dealing with uh you know tape, being a hard nose on immigration and so because of that then it's it's this um it's it's a political bludgeon. it's not that there aren't any problems at the border, but they're not brand new and it does and it takes more than one person, the president or the vice president to to fix it. I mean, the Congress should be involved in this. And I'm totally with you. there, you know, there was the fentanyl was coming into our country, and it comes into our country in many different ways. It just doesn't sneak across the border between uh, the U.S. and Mexico. It comes in many different ways. That's one so, of the ways, but it but it comes across in in you know all sorts of ways. They smuggle it in. And uh, so that's something I, I have that to needs. to correct
9: you on one thing, though, Joe. Okay, with, with, with an all friendship too. I honestly, and I hate to have to qualify it with that, but I honestly was not talking about um, Donald Trump or any of the other administrations. I will say that what well, you have said about those administrations prior is totally correct and totally hypocritical. When you when Bush was kind of like kind of skirting around the thing and okay with. Those um, folks coming in because hey we need the cheap labor okay and so the big business can use that cheap labor and whatnot no 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 hypocritical when b- Obama was allowing it to happen um, same thing they were allowing children the cartel was becoming more powerful because they were stealing these children and in, in essence when these people handed these their children over to these cartel and these and these uh, these uh, people who just Run these children well, let across me, the border, Let me just and let me ask you now, like, l- them.
1: Let me ask you what yeah. what should be done? What oh, what's I told, the what's the you, every, you, what's I the quick and easy fix the to all of this?
9: Hell. Huh? I, I would unleash the hounds <laughs> well, of hell. What are they? I on mean the, on the cartel. Oh no. <laughs> well okay, on the cartels, well the... the
1: cartels don't function by and large. I mean, you know, if they're caught here, they're 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 uh they're prosecuted. But the cartels are centered in another country. Do, we don't launch m- military operations. We shouldn't into into a well. So, so you think we should have armed <laughs> intervention in the in in a neighboring uh, uh, a friendly country that's a neighbor, and we should do so you that? May, I, no, I don't, you I don't, think, so. I don't I, think so. I oh, don't think I would,
9: Joe. I would. I would talk All to right. the president of, the, of Mexico, and I say, hey, how do we work this out? And you get you get fellows you get fellows over there with the um, the the Maxog mindset, okay, Military Assistance Command um, Surveillance Observation Group, um, if I got that right. But um, you get somebody with that mindset and that skill set, and with uh, and there's plenty of them that we have. They would gladly. They would gladly
1: do it. All right, okay, Rod.
9: That's my dark side a little yeah, bit, but yeah. I, I think a I, lot of I don't people.
1: Know. I don't know that we want to go to war on uh, on we you, and take 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 things over Mexico's uh, uh, justice system over and their law enforcement system. Well, I I don't know that that's what we want to get involved in either. But <laughs> and we do have DEA agents; they're functioning down there, and some have lost their lives
9: in in their uh, yeah. In not their enough not, not enough people have lost their lives no i don't i don't mean it like that we don't have enough of them
1: because all right so that, we should be that, sending that, commando raids into mexico to destroy the cartels no just
9: I, in, just infiltrate them and then right, and, and, and lop right. off the head of the snake
1: all right, Rod. I don't know. All right. Thanks, man. I said this has gotten to be just too yucky for Friday afternoon, but we'll take a quick break. We'll be back with more. We got Tim on the line. We want to hear from you, whatever's on your mind. 360-676-5464.
8: When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at Retirement Professional com or call us at 360 746 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's Retirement
7: Perfected.com. Dedicated to service, shining a light on local individuals, law enforcement, and groups giving back to our community. In the past year, the Lighthouse mission staff and community volunteers have made a difference by providing our homeless neighbors with nutritious meals, shelter, and help in transitioning to stable housing. In fact, more than 225 men, women, and children have shelter each night. More than 650 meals are served each day and 150 people were moved into stable housing. This couldn't happen without the help and support of community volunteers, businesses, and organizations like the Lighthouse Mission. Want to help? Visit thelighthousemission.org. thelighthousemission.org. Dedicated to service. Brought to you by Neater House of Luxury. Bellingham's newest fine jewelry store. They're also a certified precious metals dealer. American Gold Eagles, Gold and Silver Bars, and a great selection of Platinum. On Squalicum Harbor, 21 Bellwether Way, Suite 107, Bellingham. Follow the bright light. Neater House of Luxury.
0: Do you have friends who say, stop by anytime, and you think they don't really mean that? Well, unlike those friends, Dewey Griffin Subaru's express service means it. They're open six days a week, including Saturdays. Stop by any time you need an oil change or any other minor maintenance, and they'll take care of you. No appointment necessary, and you'll get a free car wash with your service.
7: Dewey Griffin Subaru, community-minded and community-driven, and the only certified Subaru Tire and Service Center in the county, 1800 Iowa Street in Bellingham.
0: I'm Deanna Haraluk. I'm here to keep you informed with the morning news from 6 to 9 a.m. But even with all that time in the morning, there's still so many things I want to talk about. You know, beyond the morning news. And now I have the chance to give you exactly that. Head on over to KGMI.com mornings for extended conversations on everything that might not be making headlines. My thoughts on travel, food, music, and, hey, maybe a little bit of culture. Beyond the Morning News updates every Tuesday on KGMI.com slash mornings. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. For
1: joining us on the Friday afternoon. Let's go to Everson, and Tim has some thoughts on the border and money. Hey, Tim. Yeah.
10: Yeah, hi, Joe. I know I'll never weigh your mind on the border because you're pretty steadfast. In, in what you believe in but you say this was a problem before two years ago. Yeah, it was a problem but you know boy, I got to be careful what I say here because you got to be so politically correct
1: these days uh, or if we won't send if, if, the, we if, if, won't send the, the political correct police after you <laughs> if, if if you look at the numbers,
10: the facts just the facts Joe, Of the number of people crossing and the signaling by this administration, even with their Let Us In Joe t-shirts coming at the border, uh, if you look at the Democratic debate going into this present uh, presidential campaign, the Democratic debate, and when they were asked the question, should we let— Migrants in freely, and would you provide them with health care? And every one of them raised their hand, yes.
1: Hmm. I, don't, uh, I don't recall and you, and you that, can, but it may have, may have happened. Can, I, I don't recall but, it did happen. Okay, but what messaging – But what no. message? let me just ask you this, though, Tim, on the, the issue of messaging. What are they hearing now? They're hearing – and I think I, I, it goes both ways I, I, because Joe Biden, since he's been in the White House, has not said, come to our borders, come to our country. We'll let you in. We'll give you health care. Uh, but he what, a, what are we hearing day in – well, what are we hearing day in and day out from conservatives, from Republicans in Congress – That the border is wide open. There's no security. Our borders are you know, this administration believes in an open border policy. They're letting anybody come in. That's the message that's being hammered on day in and day out on media across the country and and in other countries, quite frankly. I mean that's that's the message. I think they have to take responsibility for that. But one more short
10: comment. One more short comment and then we'll get on to money. Okay. Uh, I think it was Rod said, do you not watch the TV where that where the the border patrol has been instructed to open up these gates and let these people come in? There's no more remain in Mexico policy. So, I mean, if they're opening gates and letting people in, is that not an open border?
1: There are so many that I don't know, I'm, I'm I'm. I don't have a, okay, an opinion on, on money. that. Uh, I don't, okay, let's move on to money. Okay. okay. So,
10: you know, I think there's kind of a sweet spot in between what people are saying. Because, you know, I will say that half of my sustenance is done by bartering. Okay. Uh, I grow a lot of food. I grow a lot of animals. I have a lot of uh, poultry. Uh, And a lot of it I just trade away. Some of it I do sell. I mean, a fair amount of it I do sell. Uh But also having a community where you know people that have a different skill set than you uh, can save you enormous amount of money. Mm -hmm. Uh, You have a plumbing problem, and you call somebody up, can you help me with this? Yeah. They come over, they do it. There's no money exchange. I go over there and I do some tractor work or whatever. I mean a lot, a lot with people just trading things and and it was kind of funny to me because you said <laughs> it funny not I mean it was kind of funny haha and peculiar because you said, you know, you used to take a chicken to your doctor.
1: No, that's what uh, some said. <laughs> I never took right. a chicken, but
10: <laughs> well, I don't think I could get I, think I don't realistic. think I could get in the in my doctor's door with a chicken but in 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 a lot of ways uh i think we've grown out of that trend of doing things and i think people would you know you just got to have good relationships with people oh, that's, you help uh, them out that's they help point. you out
1: yeah and i think you're right that we have lost some of that neighborly and that 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 sense of community where we do can offer our services or what we're good at in in a form of payment for for other things that we might need that others are good at or can provide us yeah
10: you know and a lot of times you help people out and they say how much do i owe you and i say you'll you'll get me back sometime and they think never and they do
1: right on all right tim
10: have
1: a great weekend man thanks let's go to ryan in bellingham hi ryan
11: Hey, Joe. How you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Good. Yeah, I just uh, wanted to uh, – I, I caught the tail end of Rod talking there. Okay. And I just wanted to say today on uh, Lars Larson, uh, he interviewed a guy that was actually looking for volunteers, special forces, and um, ex-military and stuff. And what their group was doing is – was – They were tracking the cartel, and he actually gave examples of um, situations where they worked with the Mexican government and had released children that had been trafficked. Opposite, they were they were taken from the United States and were trafficked down to Mexico. And um, and anyways, this guy was sharing his stories, Hmm. and when I heard that, I was like, "Thank God." Somebody is doing something. Here is an independent group, a nonprofit, that is taking care of these problems with the cartels. And and it just shows the failure of the government. Um and which kind of surprises me that you defend that. You know, we can't go down there. There's these things that we can't do. And there are things that we can do. And um just that—that that sense of non-justice and immorality, of not wanting to do something because it's political. It, it, that it's just—I—I I hear that over and over from the mainstream media, and it just keeps getting reiterated. You know, like well, the stuff that I hear yeah, coming I hear from that. Johnny. Yeah, from from Johnny propaganda up there in Ferndale. You know, he just kind of reiterates the same thing that we hear from the mainstream, and we know that it's co-opted. We're starting to see the Twitter files. We see that the CIA and the FBI are involved in in manipulating our media. And it's just good to see there are people that are working hard to free and provide justice for these Trafficked people, you know. All right, where our government is—is is, oh, we can't do anything, you know. Oh, you know. It, I. Well, I think you have that, to think uh, about no. though.
1: I mean, because we we're hardly a perfect nation, and we have issues here. And you know, I mean, the, there are people caught smuggling drugs from the United States into Canada, for instance. So, I mean, yeah, what yeah. if what if Canada said, "Hey, we're sick of this. We're going to send an armed." Um, uh you know, an armed group of Canadian uh, rangers into Seattle to shoot up and do away with a cartel we've uncovered in you know in, in down in one of your. US cities and we're just going to you know, do you, it. You know but we what? can't it's, do that it's a it's a violation of a, it, no, of sovereignty. No, no, no,
11: so, well, no if if they were coming down if if say Bellingham was not taking care of a drug problem in Bellingham, and an outside force came in and eliminated in you know like okay it, well, right. like someone someone selling drugs and and prostituting children wouldn't wouldn't you be glad
1: <laughs> well it does like happen here in the United States the problem. But, well I but I, I think we've got our own criminal justice system that I think we want to have take care of those issues which is
11: failing well, our, our criminal justice system is failing us well, I and we see it failing every day, and
1: this—that okay.
11: mentality right, right. is what allows what's happening.
1: All right. Well, what what I'll 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 leave it at that because I'm I'm short on time. And uh, real quick, Al, you got thirty seconds. Al and Lyndon, go ahead.
10: Hi, Joe. That's all it'll we'll take.
1: Okay. Um,
5: we we hear all this about Trump being such a great. Uh, Great at keeping the immigrants out and all that. And the gentleman that bit before was talking about going down, cutting off the head of the snake and all that. If that's the case, why didn't Trump do that? I mean, mean, what did he do? He put up a couple extra hundred feet of fence and that's it. Uh, So, I mean, what what did he do that Biden hasn't done?
1: Well, I think that's that's, that's a worthy question and uh, one that we'll continue to discuss here on KGMI Connects. Thanks to everybody who joined our conversation today. It was a lively one, that's for sure. I hope you have a great weekend. We're back on Monday at 4.